You're listening to the Racking Focus Podcast. Hey, welcome back to the Racking Focus Podcast. I'm Josiah Blizzard. And I'm John Doyle, and I think we're uh, already talking about Moon Knight, aren't we? So this is the are. beginning of the show, is it? Or are we weekly well, watching? What are we doing? Yeah, well, we're going to flip the order. So weekly watch is going to go to the end. and Okay, so we're just going to start yeah, with Yeah, we'll Moon just Knight. start with Moon Knight. That sounds great. That's great, right? Uh, it's been a couple weeks. We're currently sitting at the movie theater waiting to see Top Gun. Yeah, so go see Top Gun, then come listen to that episode. Today you're here to, to listen to us talk about Moon Knight. It's been a couple weeks, so uh, my memory is... But it's just all six episodes now, into or seven episodes. How many episodes was six. it? Six. Was it Six. All six episodes, you're right, it is six, it is six. All six episodes just merged into one, into one, now it's six, because Boba Fett was seven. I thought that was weird that Disney has only done like one seven-episode series and everything else has been six. And it would be Boba Fett. And it would be Boba Fett, that would would be seven. So, um, yeah, so everything is just kind of blended together for me. So, look, if you haven't seen Moon Knight, there's spoilers coming your way. Because there can only be spoilers because we're going to be talking about the whole thing at once. Right, yeah, there's no episode by episode here. So, um, I have some problems with it. Overall, I enjoyed the show. What did you think? You were very much looking forward to this. Yeah, I mean, this is a character that I have enjoyed since his inception, right? Reading it in the comic book. So I was pretty excited about the opportunity to see him on the screen. Um, And I enjoyed enjoyed it. Um, It was quite a different uh, structuring, I think, in a lot of ways than other of the series. And... It does feel wildly disconnected from the rest of the MCU. Yes, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, we there's some things for us to talk about probably. So um, yeah, well, where do you, where do you want to start with that? Well, why don't you start oh, with some no. of your concerns? Okay, um, I think you know when we were talking about the show, you and I, uh, throughout its release, right throughout the six weeks it was released, we were we were concerned about the violence factor, and that it wasn't. Um, I think you remember. I remember you saying it, it just didn't feel violent enough at one like, point. Like the weight of the violence wasn't yes. significant enough, right? And I felt the same as this. The series progressed, and I just was like, it, we just kept blacking out anytime the like actual violence was shown. And like, I get that it was motivated, but because we didn't see that happen, I felt like there was there wasn't enough impact for me. Yeah, of that character, right? Like, yeah, and so I'm like, I, I get it. It was motivated. We were supposed to be lost with Mark and Stephen, not knowing what the hell just happened. But I think that it, I think not seeing it ever was a problem. Yeah, I mean, the big bump, right, is all the way in the last episode when, and to be honest, had we had some significant on-screen weighty violence in the middle that last bump would have been satisfying Mm -hmm. but when in the end the moment you think you're going to get the real final battle the reason why the episode is short is because we just skip we we skip it all together yeah like literally skip the set piece it almost feels it almost (laughs) it almost feels as if like every time they went to shoot a fight scene like the card got corrupted and they needed to find a way to work work around it like there was some media that was lost somewhere but that was even the problem still in the end we didn't get we didn't get the defeat like our hero defeating the antagonist and like that is my biggest issue with the entire show it's one of the reasons i hate the dark knight rises is because we don't get to see batman defeat bane right who is the who is our villain in that 
movie, not Ra's al Ghul's daughter, who like reveals herself at the end, right? Right. It's Bane is the villain of that film. That's right. That, right. That we need to see defeated for our right. Satisfaction. But Catwoman right. defeats him right. with a shot from the motorcycle. Right. In this series, we see somebody off. We don't see anybody. We don't see it happen. We just all of a sudden we black out and wake up, and apparently Harrow is defeated. Right. And it is the most unsatisfying thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a legitimate beef against the story. And I think one of the difficulties of this whole thing is the question about how uh, this particular series, what this particular series is, right? Right. So, like, what is it? Is it a superhero film? I don't know if it's a superhero film. Yeah, I don't know. You know, is it a... it, It doesn't match many of the traditional superhero beats, but it also didn't ever tell us it wasn't. And so right. you are anticipating that the arc will bring right. protagonist and antagonist against each other. And in the end, the, the I, I believe that's why Harrow appears and is so critical to the story early on in those first three episodes. Because yeah. they want all of what we would normally consider like the back half to take place so they can go on this other journey. But right. that other journey doesn't feel because they're not telegraphing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're you are living in a zone that is different than the storytelling throughout. Yeah, it. well, and and the thing is, like, I don't need it to be. I don't need this to be a superhero show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, WandaVision, not a superhero show. Right. Right. Like that is a that is a, a show about grief and domestic family life and trauma and like all of those things. Right. Great. That's awesome. Loki, not a superhero show, right? Like, right. so they're doing these things in these series. Like, I would argue that Falcon and Winter Soldier is kind of a superhero yeah, show, right? So. But it right. does have other. Uh, it has uh, different different genres kind of mixed in. But Moon Knight, yeah, it's not. A, it doesn't feel like a superhero show. It's a mystery. It's like what is going on, mm-hmm. you know? And and it's a it's a mystery mixed with a little bit of like Indiana Jones mixed with you know. There's just it's mixing a whole bunch of things together. And so because, yeah, they never telegraph what it is like we I mean, I don't know. Like I just I just needed I needed, I think, more of I needed more of the superhero ness for like for a giant kaiju battle in Egypt to happen at the end. Like there was very little of anything else leading up to that. Like there like that seems like a big end boss superhero fight right Right. like it's the reason you and i have so many issues with dc's crappy endings because it's just weightless being cgi creatures fighting Mm -hmm. each other yeah exactly and it's the reason wandavision suffers in the end because they have to throw this giant fight at us and if they were going to just give us no fights cold turkey like then don't don't give us the conchuverse right uh amet fight like just don't give it to us like just just dial it all back and give us the full just drama like don't give us any fights because you haven't given it to us anyway right so don't don't give this to us at the end so i don't know um other than that issue for me (laughs) like i had a good time watching it i was very interested in everything that was happening i think it's very cool like i love all of the the egyptian stuff like i love the differences the foil that mark and steven are to each other Mm -hmm. like i just love the differences in them and they're fun to watch on screen. Damn it, if Oscar Isaac isn't compelling as hell to, to well, watch play both people. I'm, well, and ultimately all three, right? Because yeah. he's playing, you know, three char- by the by the fourth episode, he's really moving into three characters, and that's yeah. and, and it, the the fact that we don't 
Well, and one one is played so subtly that you're not even you don't even know if it's actually if he's actually right. around, right? Ex exactly. Yeah. Um, we we have to sort of make that decision as we go through whether or not he's in this particular scene playing an additional role. Like, like so, yeah. is that Jake or not? Is that another accent or not? And to to be honest, um, that is more compelling to me in a lot of ways than than whatever superhero yeah. sort of natured story. Um, I'm go I'm going to at least mention a couple things that stuck out to me. I mean, I think that the, uh, the I guess her name's the Scarlet Scarab that, you know, are- Yeah, Layla. Layla, yeah. Uh, superhero role is fascinating to me, but I do worry in the Marvel universe about too many superheroes and that an expectation of more mm -hmm. than a main character can be problematic. Now, I mm. love the fact that they've, powered up another woman in the MCU and all of that. And a non-white person exactly. at that, right? So I'm not going to complain, but I am going to say that I wonder, I, I worry that that's going to become the path. And we're going to see that in Thor, yeah. right? We're gonna well, you and I have spoken a little bit about this, and like, we, we, like, so they're on this, you know, they just had this 10-year journey of getting to Endgame, right? And you have to build up all these characters, and they've only been able to do it in movies. And each movie pretty much brings at least at least one most of the time two like superheroes with mm -hmm. them right where like every 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 main movie you get like a secondary sidekick right um and now they're trying to it feels like they must be trying to do the same thing on a much smaller uh window of time like a much shorter window of time right and so I think that what we're going to see is likely heroes from phase one phase two phase three not continue on and so like they're having to like do this little this replacing of mm -hmm. people that are not that aren't going to be around any longer i don't know who the, that's going to be i mean I, I don't know who's going to leave but like there's people who have been in the mcu for quite a while that and contracts are going to contracts are going to expire right like whatever. we we know that uh, this has been announced like guardians 3 is likely the last time we're going to see that team right together chances are chris pratt's probably not going to be back mm -hmm. Drax, we know Dave Bautista isn't going to be back based on what he said. Right. Like, there are things like that that are coming up and like, okay, you can expect to lose a chunk of that team. And so, like, they're, I feel like they are trying to replace the roster, right? Yeah, and they're building this under roster, too, for mm -hmm. Young Avengers and whatever may yeah. be on the way, right? And they, and they, I think they have more heroes than they need. Well, and, and we've only seen one, we've only seen one, like, like storyline right we saw the end game storyline that all of our heroes are focused right. on this one thing they're following this one path but i think when you build these multiple teams you can have these multiple like large scale end game events that one section of heroes can go defend against and another section of heroes can go defend against this street level right, right. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i don't i don't know what they're doing with it but i i you're right your your concerns are valid for sure yeah and the other thing that i, I just as a, like a personal response is uh, as much as i enjoyed steven uh getting the opportunity to have his own style of moon knight mm -hmm. i really really like mr knight as he is written in the comics and like yeah. that's just one of those like awful comic book quibbles that no, people sure, have yeah, yeah. but he is a much more sort of thoughtful uh sophisticated detective yeah and and so not as goofy as not not as goofy and yeah. as inadequate in so many ways until the end right like in the end he's right. better but those early appearances and he looks so cool physically he does yeah well yeah and 
it, and it's and I've se- I've seen a few cosplays from of mm-hmm. both uh, outfits, right. and they they look so good in it's, real life. It's a good cosplay. It is really good. But the other thing I think, and I think we actually see this in the credits. So someone can call me wrong on this, but I believe there are three costumes that we see in that last flash. Hmm. That there's another version that's not completely formed that I think will be a third Jake version eventually too that'll look subtly different and that makes sense right yeah oh if you're totally. gonna give a version to each sort of personality you have to go the whole way I want to suggest that the the episodes that did their best work were the episodes that leaned into an idea and went the distance so like the episode on the barge to the afterlife. Mm-hmm. It was a really strong episode yeah. and a great way to tell backstory. Um, funny, but also really dramatic. The It allowed Isaac to have some really interesting emotional work. And the fact that for all practical purposes, you know, he's he's not acting with the character he's acting with <laughs> in all those moments yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty amazing. Uh, so I, I like that show. I did enjoy to some extent the sort of mummy slash Indiana Jones episode right, where right. he had almost no role, right? It was mostly Layla who was running that episode. There are some bumps in the road, too, about the loss of actors. And so uh, the person who he met uh, where they got the uh, patchwork map to discover, yeah, yeah. That, that actor yeah. was playing a major villain that probably was going to either be part of the this series or a future right and he's gone he passed away and so like those kind of adjustments are the bumps in the road that marvel struggles with all the time right and so there's some rewriting and that episode in particular seemed to suffer from some very strange i think he passed away after the series was finished shooting shooting correct yeah right and so they had to just cobble together a way to not deal with it oh sure right if they set something up with him they had to they had to get, get out rid of it, it right. and then fix whatever that was bridging to, right? Yeah, yeah, that and, that makes sense. And so yeah. the like his death and what happens around that visually is pretty whacked, sort of in that episode. But I think hmm. we're seeing that across the board in this phase four COVID influenced. Yeah, COVID in really, other ways, right? really messed up a lot of things. Yeah, um, for sure. So there's been something about episode five, right? That that Marvel has been doing throughout all, all of these series. A- episode five has been like that reflection mm-hmm. episode. It's in in um, in Loki. It's where he meets all of his other Lokis, right? In in Falcon and Winter Soldier, it's where he has the conversation with Isaiah Bradley, right? right? right. Like there's this reflection that has to happen for our character and it happens here again too in this episode. So, so episode five has been like this. We're gonna throw everything on its head for a second and and actually get to the nitty gritty like discussion theme. What we're talking about for the show. In case you missed it this far, this is what we've been talking about. Um, and uh, I think that this episode was really good. Episode five was really because mm-hmm. it did make you wonder. Like it was this again this mystery of like, where are we? Are we in his head or is this actually what's been happening? Like and when you actually stop to think about it you realize that this can't just be like a dream sequence or what's actually it's actually going on um yeah one of my favorite uh two seasons of a television show like literally of of a television show is the art the first two seasons of legion Mm. and the first season of legion is that episode stretched over a full season uh, for all practical purposes that i mean legion is truly one of the best first seasons if not of a superhero show, because it is a, I mean, it's a Marvel program. Um, uh, is it really? Yeah, Legion. Oh. Legion is a, Legion is a 
fascinating mutant story that was told without saying mutant oh. with crazy good actors. Like I recommend anyone. The problem of it is you can't watch. It's not a satisfying full series. Right. So you have to sort of go into it saying, I'm not going to learn. If I want to learn the end of this story, I'm going to be dissatisfied, <laughs> especially by like where yeah. it goes in the end. So I have to go in saying, I know the first season is extraordinary. Let me take that ride. I know the second season's pretty good. Let me stick with it. Uh, I don't know about yeah. where I'm headed yeah. at the end of all of it. Um, so I, I mean, it it is uh, completely counter to traditional sure. superhero storytelling. <laughs> um, but I, I only bring that up because that sequence is for all practical purposes the entire season of Legion, hmm. um, which doesn't mean they cribbed it, right? Like they didn't steal it. Right. But um, when he popped into that world, I was really interested to see what they were going to do because Legion leans one way. And I was like, are they going to lean that way or differently? And they did find a unique route, I think. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, overall, the show as a whole, I, I did enjoy it. I mean, you, I mean you're, you're questioning things the entire time wondering you know it's this whole jj abrams mystery box like what mm. is going on here and what's going on here and what you know like over and over again you're just questioning what the heck is going on you're just as confused as the main character is about p things in his life and uh i think it i think the show's good i think overall the show is really good but does suffer at that some things like sp the, specifically the violence and um you know going from something like daredevil on netflix where they do just show violence all the time to something like this where you expect that violence and you don't get it. Not that I want the violence for violence sake, but for me, it's about the way the violence is portrayed too, because yeah. daredevil could be crap. And right. we certainly know that the Punisher series is not as good as daredevil and is full of violence because what daredevil does is puts emotional and, um, I want to say physical weight yeah. behind every blow. Right, right, right. And so when Daredevil's getting punched or stabbed or whatever may be happening, there's an emotional context to it and there's a physical impact we feel as an audience. Yeah. And so when we go out into those, you know, blank spots, the blackout moments, we're, we're robbed of that impact. Right. And that may have had perhaps it not been a Marvel story and been produced by A24, the impact of that might have been cleverly done. Right. But here, because of the formulaic background that is involved in all of this, I think yeah. that you it's just they can't do both at once. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you miss, like, there is storytelling and characterization that can be, like, character development that can be created through fight scenes, through that violence. Like, you get another idea of, of who Moon Knight is. Like, mm -hmm. we didn't, again, we didn't get a whole lot of him in the suit. Right. Doing some fighting. Like, I don't, I can't, I truly can't tell you how badass is Moon Knight. I really don't know. I don't, right. I just don't know because I don't, I didn't get to see it. Like, they didn't get to, they didn't show it to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that Thor can hold his own. I know that Captain America can hold his own. I, I mean, I don't know. Can Moon Knight hold his own? I don't know. He was nearly taken down by a bunch of thugs with spears in a right. race, like on a racetrack, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know how he would do against certain people um, because we just don't get to see him at his like peak right. performance. Mm -hmm. And so I think you miss out on, on some of that that character development. And uh, yeah, right. I don't know. How about Khonshu? What do you think about Khonshu? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, he was there. He was good. He was. I thought 
the actor did a great job voicing right. him. I thought he was threatening for sure. Um, you he was manipulative, that's for sure too. But you also weren't sure if I wasn't sure as an audience member if I was being manipulated with with our character with Mark and Steven, right? Um, which means I probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I th- I thought he was fine. He I mean obviously he went MIA for a little bit because he was trapped in a little statue. Right. Um, I expected it to end without him existing anymore but i that little twist where you know he's in the limo and all that stuff right yeah right where he's connected to jake right right? he had a much larger he had a much larger hand in the entire thing than we ever thought yeah absolutely that i think re-watching knowing that my experience with concha will be different yeah i think i think this show i i don't know how it will feel dramatically in a rewatch but i think this show benefits from a rewatch because there, you get to see the detail work Oscar Isaac's doing, mm-hmm. and those sort of um, story beats that you're talking about. Yeah, totally. When when you when you realize that Kanchu is playing him the entire time and actually knows about this third identity, and he lies to him about this third identity, then yeah, it changes how your 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 perception of that of that character. So, uh, I, yeah, I mean, I liked him. It would be, it would have felt very empty without him around. That's for sure. Like yeah, he was a much needed character, and I think that we need to remember that if the, he's going to find his way into the full Marvel universe, it's uh-huh. either through the God or it's through the Street, and we just sort of ha- that gives us two options still for him to right. move. So it's either we're like we're going to enter through Thor's world, or right. we're going to enter through what amounts to Daredevil and Spider-Man's world. One of the um, screen screen crushes say in that um, you know you can connect you can connect Concho to um Bast who's the god who's right. the Black Panther mm-hmm. god right so like you could have Moon Knight enter through Black Panther as well and they're a connectable pair mm-hmm. to be honest um but you're also going to end up seeing Moon Knight uh, also have the sort of a third entry point that is the Werewolf by Night slash mm-hmm. Blade uh, yeah. slash Black Knight route and that to me is also really an interesting really route. he can just drop in anywhere is what you're saying uh, yeah he, i think he's going to be a weird person to sit with the traditional avengers uh-huh i think that that's a hard place to put him well you know traditional avengers don't really exist anymore it, it is true and yeah. but you need to have something that makes sense uh, and i worry that he's mo- i i think if i think if you had people who are who you know that he could drop in with, I guess they might be able to manage the madness. <laughs> but if if it's all new and he's in there, you know what I'm expecting. I'm expecting this is what I'm expecting to see at some point. This is my prediction. He will be with Doctor Strange or Wong or some 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 of those people. At some point, they're gonna throw an a- his astral plane out of whack and we're going to have all three of them in in a room in a, in a conversation with the rest of the people oh, that'd be interesting like yeah. i think that will happen at some point that seems like a pretty interesting route to go uh that'll be fun i can yeah. fully see dr strange getting really fed up talking to some guy who keeps switching right, personalities, personalities and he just punches him in the chest and it's throws important all to note that they can't do the glitch gag in a avengers film Right, they can't. Like it, it can't. They, they can't. can't. You have to see Jake because the key to this is it's all POV, right? Like yeah. the thing about this story is we really are living through one of those characters' personalities. So it's, you know, to Stephen, to Mark, right, and then the whatever the right. afterlife, Mark and Stephen together storylines with maybe the last episode being Jake, right? So it's it's 
that, but that's all POV. That POV can't happen in a Marvel movie. And to me, they're going to have to somehow show us every time that he switches. Right. Right. And so obviously it's very clear when he goes, when, it, when it's switching from Moon Knight to Mr. Knight. Very, very clear. Right. The entire outfit changes. Right. But when you're switching as a human person and you're just sitting there like there's a board meeting like you like is he just gonna like twitch or like you can see eyes roll back in a wide shot like there needs to be they they're either gonna need to reconcile his personalities together and the i don't i just don't know i just don't know i don't know it's gonna be really interesting the integration and in a comic it's always gonna be easier because yeah the what amounts to the uncanny valley of uh, storytelling, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know digital imagery, yeah, yeah. that is that's the thing we struggle with. We're in a we have the ability to redirect when we're reading it on the page. What but when someone else is redirecting for us, even someone as good as Isaac, um, we're, I want us to wrap up pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, but I do want to mention. I mean, we just have to take a short beat to talk about Ethan Hawke. Uh, yeah, great. What do you think about his performance? Is Ethan Hawke ever really bad, though? Oh, uh, it's a good point. I mean, we might as well just say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he was great. I mean... Ethan Hawke's been in bad films. Oh, no. I just uh, don't well, think he's bad. Well, yeah. Yeah, there are some really great actors who have been in some really, really crappy stuff. Right. Um, everybody. That, it's, it's just it's just how it is. But I thought he was good. I mean, I just, I just don't think that... Um, again, I just didn't feel the satisfaction at the end when he was defeated. I thought it was a cop-out when he, he gets shot in the limo at the end. Yeah, I, of all the things, I thought we had avoided the Marvel proclivity to kill yeah. the let's just kill the bad guy, bad guy. And I thought I was like out of it, and I'm like, oh, good, we'll get you all <laughs> back. That'd be so interesting. Yeah. He would be a great additional sort of supporting villain in another position. Yeah, especially in well, the, you're the just God talking like just a guy who can be in the space who can help push your your antagonist towards his goal further, right? right? Like mm-hmm. just he's just there. Like let's just not get let's not get rid of him. And is you know he's just another piece of the puzzle. He's such a good actor that he carries, uh, he, he carries story in a way that doesn't feel like exposition. Right. And you want those kind of actors. So like when you get an Ethan Hawke in the Marvel universe, you sort of don't want him to so, die. Yeah. Um, well, and to be fair, we didn't see him. No, we die. did not see him die. We, we saw just, him get shot. We didn't even see him get shot. We just saw Jake Lockley shoot a gun. Right. At at, at our camera. Right. I. I have to assume that he was shot in the head because I didn't hear any noise afterwards. Um, and the idea was they were killing Amit too, right? Because that, that's trapped in the body. Like it, the idea was they were killing the right. guy and him. Um, right. But whatever. That I don't know. I at least want to address the fact that I would have loved to see Ethan Hawke continue because yeah. he's a really good actor. Well, there are gods involved, so it's not out of the question that he could be back. And we know that these gods have... Appear to have resurrection power, so yeah, we know that there's Hanshu does, yeah, yeah. So interesting. Who knows, right? Who knows? I don't know. All right. So, what would you rate this? Like out of out of like five stars, uh, you're giving it like a letterbox rating. Where would you put? Where would you place this? Yeah. So it that's. I mean, it's always difficult for me to do that, but I think this is like a three, three and a half star. Yeah. Piece. I. I. I I, if it was out of ten, I would give it a seven, seven. a yeah. solid seven. Yeah, it's so the and the the reason is, I feel like it didn't completely know what it was, and it also didn't make an effort to be many things. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and and so there and there's some storytelling beat issues, but I can't rate it low because 
first of all, I love the character. Right. Second of all, you just can't ignore Isaac's acting. Like, yeah, it is worth watching the series to watch that guy do what he does in these two and a half roles. Yeah. No, I I agree. I gave it uh, four out of five stars. Um, I give it this eighty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think probably I would feel the same as you if I had like comic book background, and and like that background of like knowing the character before the the series. Um, but yeah, for all the reasons you said, like definitely, definitely. I mean, just watching Oscar Isaac is so fun mm-hmm. in every role he's in. Right. Uh, and especially him doing like a what feels like a flawless British accent. I'm just fully convinced that he's British. Like there's times where like I like these two characters are fully separate to me. In, indeed. And, and that's right. hard because they're wearing the same exact outfits with the same exact haircuts. It's not even like he's playing twins, right? That look different mm-hmm. like but in appearance. But we can we know when he cha- we know 100% when he, we know, I know who when he, he switches is. every we know time. Who he is, right? And uh, yeah, and, and, and even when we're like not sure if he's a third person, we're like I think he I think he might Something's be. And the fact on. that we can we think he might be means that he's doing such an incredibly great s- subtle performance. Yeah, it's worth watching, 100%. Yeah, and it's really well shot. Like, in the end, yeah. it's oh, a yeah. really well shot, cleverly shot piece. I do love the in, in amazing embrace of Egyptian slash Middle Eastern culture. Yeah. And we're seeing Marvel take those grabs more and more often. Like Marvel's is going to do that as well. Like, yeah. we're going to see that across the board. Um, and uh, it, it, what what the reason I bring that up is only because it doesn't feel... Um, like it's we're being shoehorned in with that. It doesn't right, feel like we're right, being right. hammered over the head. It's simply telling stories using people who yeah. are of the appropriate um, ethnicity for the story right. and telling those stories richly from that perspective. Yeah, and I think that that's great. Yeah, we need more of that like representation too. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's great. It's fascinating, and yeah, getting a different culture in something as big as a Marvel series is is great. Right. Um, I want to say too that the the series is actually there's a lot of planting. That happened, and I think there was a lot of payoff that happened from that planting. But again, I think the shortened last episode just didn't resolve the way it should have, um, or in a satisfactory way enough for me. And I mean, this again, this may change going into season two or into wherever he shows up again. Like I don't know where they go next with this, but uh, however it continues, I mean, they've they've set him up, and they can only they can't get rid of him now. Like (laughs) like he has to appear somewhere else. Uh, so I'm very excited for where wherever he's mm-hmm. going to to appear next. But yeah, other than that, that's it. That's it. That's all we have for Moon Knight. We'd love to know your thoughts. Um, do you want to move on to a uh, a quick little weekly watch bit? Uh, I don't. I I do not think we have time. You don't think we have watch. time? No. There's seven minutes till that movie starts. We have never <laughs> talked about anything for seven <laughs> minutes. Just we can we can force <laughs> you to talk about uh, something. Like give me like a give me one movie. Give me one minute. Oh my goodness! You start then, because one I minute. Okay, I I am good. I can do this. All right. Uh, my weekly watch. What I've watched in the last week. Uh, my neighbor Totoro. Oh, good. First okay. time I've seen this. At first time I've seen any Studio Ghibli film. To be quite honest, now I need to go and watch all of the rest of them. Uh, there's this movie is just so great. Um, and it's so weird because like nothing happens in this movie whatsoever. It's just like two kids in a like a field in a in a forest, and and that's it. And it's wonderful. It's great. It's charming. Uh, there's what's not to love. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of cheat um, <laughs> because I know I'm gonna be able to talk about something again. Uh, I've been watching Uzo Itami films, right? I yeah. talked about some Tempopo and enjoying Tempopo immensely. 
Um, and now I've watched A Taxing Woman, uh, which is his oh, yeah. um, a- incredibly uh, funny and uh, sort of detective-y action picture, almost like adventure story about a tax investigator in Japan. Um, and to it's some extent, one of the... Strange the, character. To, and to she's pick. fantastic. And the actors around it are fantastic. It is a super cool look into the way Japanese, like culture works Mm. around taxation and how people cheat and it is a wonderful film to watch before you watch everything everywhere all at once (laughs) because the tax issue that opens that film is completely resonant of a taxing woman and there's a sequel right like the taxing woman returns so i I get the chance to talk about the both okay okay when i watched the sequel you see i cheated (laughs) but um but i mean the acting is great it's funny it's interesting um, it asks some big questions, and it also is, is subtle, but I do think it is a great film to go and find and watch in conjunction with Everything Everywhere All at Once because it really speaks to the cheating yeah. that Michelle Yaw's character is doing okay. and the taxing that, um, you know, we're, we're, the, the taxation questions that are being brought up. And I just, sure. I love when films, especially films that are reaching into the same culture. Yeah. Um, or the same cultural region, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are able to to call back without having to say, "Oh, wait, that was from a taxing woman." Hmm. Love that, great. There so go. there you go. Weekly Watch was was two Japanese films for you, one animated, <laughs> one not animated, and uh, you could find uh, my name is Totoro on HBO Max. Where was yours, Criterion? Mine, mine's on Criterion. Yeah, of course, I, yeah. I don't know where else you can find. Yeah, it. Yeah, John doesn't. John Criterion. doesn't watch anything else except for Criterion. I do watch other things. I will. My, our, our next weekly watch, you're, I got a different you're right. one. I'm sorry, but I had right. a lot to say you're, you're, about the other things, so I wasn't going to do it because <laughs> it's true. When he leaves Criterion, he goes to Hulu and watches The Purge. I, uh, I, I watch The Purge. That's right. <laughs> and for goodness, and I can't say it. We'll okay, do it. We'll do another one. Anyway, anyway right. thank got, you guys for listening to this episode. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'll catch you next time. Rick is going to get food ahead of us. That's great. That's perfect. I did see him walk by. I want to go get some popcorn. This is now just noise. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Racking Focus podcast. <laughs>